This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back, second segment, Old School. Jay Foreman, Austin. Uh, a couple texts here. Big Bird says, as a witness, Jake Bakovin is a sniper behind the arc. I do believe that. Uh, then we have another text from the Virginia Pirate. He wants to know what the in-season tournament is accomplishing. Um, I think it's just bringing more eyes to the game of basketball, trying to maybe forge that relationship between TNT and uh, ESPN, which you saw last night where you had the crews together. It was actually really mm-hmm. good TV. And, and uh, Stephen A. Smith and uh, Mike Wilbon stayed two hours after the they were off. So that mm-hmm. lets you know it was purposeful and obviously meaningful for them to do so. So that's what they're trying to do. Um, Jeremy, let me see what he says. Hey, guys, is it appropriate? Can you give an update on DP? I think he's all right. On the men. Yeah, he's on the men. He's he'd around. Be, yeah, he'd, he'd be all right. You ever seen uh, the 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 Slim Reaper um, Smith for uh, the Eagles? Oh, yeah. When... Uh, <laughs> When uh, was it? Uh, Darius Slay got got the wind knocked out of him. He's like, man, catch your breath and get back out there. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we gonna tell DP. You on the men now? Get back up in here, man. So no, nah, no, nah, we good. I think he's doing all right, man. So he's taking Doctor Foreman's advice, taking a little, taking a little slow. Don't you want to do uh, too much? So we're back into it. We're gonna go a little bit of a draft. Actually, Austin, we're only gonna get two quarterbacks each. Okay, is that two. good enough? Good enough for me. Franchise quarterbacks. Do you want it with or without Patrick Mahomes? Because ultimately... Whoever gets the first pick gets Patrick Mahomes. So no. so do you want me to steal your number two guy or not? That's the real question. No, I'm saying <laughs> is Patrick Mahomes out of the draft? Because he's by far the... Right. right. So he's out of the draft. Sure. So yes. we're doing... It's assumed that we would all take Patrick Mahomes right. first. So now yes. we're starting okay. with two fresh picks. Okay. You know what? Since I'm being uh, I'm nice today... It's Friday. It's, it's cold up in here, though, man. I'm about to start. I'm about to put my onesie on or something. We can bump it up a couple degrees. No, 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 no. Just keep you up, man. This is like this is like being in the training room in the NFL. They make it cold, so you don't you don't get too comfortable in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's old Bill Parcells trick, man. It'd be like an ice box in there. Anyways, I'll let you pick first. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I will reciprocate the favor and not take Josh Allen. He's probably my number two. You can pick Josh Allen. I'll go Joe Burrow. You can pick Josh Allen. Don't, you can have him. No, you can you, have him. I'll give you Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm not Nick Sainert, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be be polite and be friends here. I'll take Joe Burrow with my first. All right, pick. you know I'm taking Josh Allen. I do know that. Yeah. Are we going snake draft? You want your second pick and then mine? Yeah. Okay. You, know taking, you know I'm taking C.J. Stroud. I know you are. You know you I'm figured. taking him. <laughs> the the slew footed slayer. <laughs> the slew footed slayer. There's your uh, that's your other there that's your other clip. <laughs> Right there, Austin. Slew-footed slayer. C.J. Stroud, boy. That's that, that's that dude, man. And he Cali 100%. Through and through. Through and through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said no shame in his game. <laughs> hey, when he lost, he said, ain't no shame in my game. I'm still coming back with it. I said, uh-huh. okay, C.J., who's your, who's your number two? Um, Can I give you my options before I make my pick? Sure. Okay. So, it comes down to me 
to Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Herbert. Those are the guys I'm kind of between here. Mm. Um, Love me, Anthony Richardson. Probably not willing to go all in yet. Tua is a good story. I think he's a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdy's not in that conversation for me. Love, I need to see more out of. I would probably say... I mean, no, I'm going to be different than Bach. Love mm-hmm. me some Lamar Jackson, but go ahead and give me... Give me Trevor Lawrence. I think he's just a hair ahead of Justin Herbert. I think he's like Gumby. I mean, some of these injuries he's suffered yeah, and he, not missing time, potentially. He had a high ankle sprain and then he's practicing today? Yeah. So, okay. I, I've i been a big fan of Trevor Lawrence dating back to Clemson. It pains me to pick another AFC South quarterback, but I think that division's on the rise with the quarterback play, yeah. which is good to see from a competitive standpoint. It, it's splitting hairs and I will go with Goldilocks. Trevor Lawrence is my number two. It's good picks. I'm a, and then we're going to go snake back to you. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go our defensive franchise guys. Aaron Donald's, Aaron Donald's out of it. And you know what? I'm going to make it even a little bit harder. I got to make sure I have, I have my ducks in a row. Um, <laughs> and we're going to take TJ Watt out of it. Good. All right. I wasn't going that way anyways. Okay, we got some Michael t- Parsons. Dang. Awesome. <laughs> Dang, Man. Michael Parsons. Okay, okay, Michael Parsons. You know who I'm going to take? Who are you taking? Just be, and I'm going off this year alone. Okay, because my man's chasing the bag, bag. Like, okay, okay. And he, <laughs> contract year, bag. Contract. Yep. No, I'm, you know what? I got somebody in my back pocket. Okay, I'm going Miles Garrett. Okay, yeah, because like he's it. right there. Yep. I'm going. I, uh-huh. I, I almost. Okay. I almost was too. Well, actually, I could have because we're doing snake back. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to take Josh Allen, uh, number two, from Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> the other Josh yeah, Allen. <laughs> because he's balling this year. He, he balled last year. Uh-huh. It had like eight or nine sacks, and he's got like, I think, 13, mm-hmm. 14 this year, contract year. Okay, mm-hmm. so back to me. Um, DeForest Buckner on my list, a little too old, I yeah. think, to be a, a franchise guy. Love me some, Defoe. Um, Chris Jones on the list, but I don't love all the drama. Yeah, um, but he's 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 really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I already did take a defensive line linebacker type, so Jay, I'm gonna look secondary. Oh, yeah. I'm down to Minka Fitzpatrick and Derwin James, and I probably give the odd to the nod to Fitzpatrick because yeah. he's healthier. Healthier, yes. But yeah. I love the idea of a Derwin James yeah. type. So give me give me Parsons like, and Fitzpatrick. At the I end like of the that. Day. I like that. And if I had a, a third pick, Austin, Fred you know, Warner. Yep, he is. <laughs> I mean. He's one of the best linebackers I've seen. And I'm, I'm a big Patrick Willis and mm-hmm. Navarro Bowman fan. Yeah. He's just as good. Not, I mean, he mm-hmm. has not, doesn't have the longevity, but dang, man, that dude is good, man. Smart, tough, rangy, mm-hmm. um, can play the pass, can blitz. He can do everything. Um, I think he's the more modern-day middle lineman now. Granted, if he played like when Patrick Willis was in there, he probably wouldn't be as productive. Mm-hmm. But the way that 49ers defensive line is is dictating the pace, he's able to play blocks, kind of like half the block. So he's always mm-hmm. always available and always able to make plays. He's really dang good. He is. He's He would have been third on my list. Right. Um, Zaire Franklin, if I had to take a linebacker, is playing right. really well this year. Need to see more. Some other fringe guys for me were Sauce Gardner. Yep. Um, Quinnen Williams, right. a D-tackle. Oh, and who's the other? Uh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. And you know what? Quinnen Williams' brother, too. 
He's That's like, right. a, yeah, he's like a heat-seeking <laughs> missile. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of good young defenders in there. I like Derwin James. I like Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, Ramsey here. I like, there. I like I like I like Hamilton this year. Yeah. He seems like he's starting to figure it out. Um, you know, even Houston Stingley's playing good. As long as he's healthy, he's locking that. So mm-hmm. he got drafted essentially by going at going at uh, Jefferson and, <laughs> right. and, and Jamar Chase in practice. That's all they referenced because <laughs> he was hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to you starting to see why he got drafted so high, man. I think you know with the NFL the way it's the way it is, and you get you know, I, and I do, and I will say this: I think Bryce Young will get it going. I do. I think mm-hmm. now, do I think he's Probably good. I don't think he's going to be at the level of CJ Stroud, but can he be Kyler? He can be better than Kyler. I think that okay. he could be like I always call it a, like a bootleg version of Drew Brees. So, tremendous okay. amount of like leadership skills. I'm going to tell you what: if Sean Payton was a little bit younger and Bryce Young had got you know say was able to play behind somebody, he would do well in Sean Payton's system because it's a system. Mm-hmm. You got to be smart, and he does really well with kind of a little bit smaller quarter. We see him doing well like there. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Drew Brees. Arm strength isn't there, but he has really, really good accuracy. But he needs a, a good offensive line, a sustainable running running attack, mm-hmm. and then like one or two receivers because Sean Payton will scheme open the guys. Right. And so the and he and you know what the one thing about um, about Bryce Young is that he's elusive. He's faster than what people think, and he can make a lot of plays off schedule. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I think if they have to get this higher right, um, I think Tepper's only been. I mean, he's, he's had a coach essentially every year. Yeah, pretty um, much. He they have to get this right, and he has to take a step aside and let the guys that he's paying millions of dollars to do do their job. Billionaire or not, you're still running an NFL franchise. Um, you know, he's he's it, his back is against the wall now because now. Now here's what you know, we'll say this before we go to go to break, and I want your opinion. Here's where a owner like that that doesn't have past success like Jerry Jones, because Jerry mm-hmm. Jones is probably the most involved owner besides Tepper. Even Ursay's thrown his name into that ring recently. Yeah, and I think his is just he just gets bored. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. or he's up there, like he was up there with Jeff Saturday, probably you know having some drinks. Mm-hmm. Just hey, can you do better than him? Saturday's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, well. Job's yours. If you if you can down two more shots, you're the head coach on Monday. <laughs> Just Saturday took the challenge, right? Because he was feeling good. Next thing you know, he's up there on Monday. He went out and beat the Raiders. Um, so I think with with, with Tepper, where where he's going to fight it is two things. Coaches will take that job knowing that they'll get a whole, a whole bunch of money and mm-hmm. fired in a couple years. So it's then still an NFL job. NFL job. Your head coach. Nice little parachute package, or you're gonna get a coach that that's gonna be there, that's gonna do right, and he's gonna run him out of town. Mm-hmm. That's where he's fighting right now, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean. Or yeah. or in the third option is he's gonna he he might start spinning his wheels with trying to hit a flyer on a you know quarterback coach or like trying to you know hire somebody that's not really ready. Mm-hmm. Short, so he's he's his back is against the wall uh, to making a you know a good choice. What do you think about that? My I was gonna let me flip it around with a question to you. What do other owners think of a guy like that being so involved? Do they care? Like is it is it your business? It's your franchise. Run it how you want, or is it, dude? Get your act together. Like hire uh, I, good people and get out of their way. I think they just let you do your thing. 
mm-hmm. unless it starts affecting their business. Snyder, like, like Kraft. Daniel, like Dan, you know, Daniel Snyder. I don't even think they were mad at Robert Kraft. I, I guarantee you, when Robert Kraft was down there before, you, get, you know, getting his good luck charm before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my man, my man went from New England to Florida, got busy. It is like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm late for the jet. <laughs> I, I had a meeting, right? <laughs> And that was as good. They went to Kansas City in that cold game and won, uh-huh. and then won another Super Bowl. So I'm sure you probably free would have been kept going back. Superstitious, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? You know, superstitious like you know you wear the same socks or something. Robert Kraft was <laughs> having some meetings, anyways. Uh, I think with Daniel Snyder, that you saw ownership being mad because it affected the business. Sure, and and he was willing to take everybody down. So mm-hmm. then they, it's kind of like. Um, was it uh, Sterling out in uh, the, Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers? When you start affecting in each franchise's business, and then uh, the brand or the shield, what you like to call his business, mm-hmm. then they they're gonna step in. Otherwise, they know that some te- some guys run it better than others, mm. and that's just. I mean, that's it. You're, it's your business. You're all billionaires and, and make a ton of money. And a lot of you know the one thing that I learned, um, Ralph Wilson. This was it, when he was alive. That was his deal. Um, the one thing I learned from Bob McNair and and just kind of just listen to him talk a few times, talk about different owners. A lot of guys that own teams, this is like their PlayStation 5. This is like their secondary thing. This, right. you know. Now, the, the big difference was um, the Brown family that owned the Bengals, they were always the cheapest because that was, you know, how, their, they, got how they got there. Mm-hmm. So And that was, you know, their main source of income. And so, like, when, when I was in Houston and Buffalo and all the other places, you know, they would have breakfast for us and, you know, good weight room. Well, Cincinnati, them dudes, you saw, I don't know if you ever, you're probably too young, where Chad Johnson was going to practice. <laughs> he was stopping at McDonald's. Yeah. Like, not, he loves McDonald's, but all the players like that. And then they had, then they were also, you know, they didn't have a full scouting department. They were having <laughs> the coaches go out and be scouts in the offseason. So <laughs> now it's different. But uh, you know that's the difference in you know different different ownership uh, groups and types and and franchises. So uh, good second segment. We're going to come back and uh, have a quick segment. Be at the top of the hour and uh, dive into to, to some more of the sports news today. We'll start talking about uh, the possibilities um, if we have a, a portal commit or two by the time we get back on the air on Monday. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Austin and Jay Foreman. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.